book of Joshua in the Old Testament. You can find the Joshua in the New Testament. You go there. We'll be at the Joshua in the Old Testament. Thank the Lord for his good blessings on us. Lord God, we're grateful for Calvary. We're thankful for Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Ghost. Look and see what it would be tonight to be a Canaan land Christian. A Canaan land Christian. I will say something. Say it fast if y'all act right. You just get, you get, you don't get the 20 minute penalty box. You got to act right. I'm not in the National Hockey League. I will set you in the penalty box for 20 minutes. The Lord saved us. He brought us out of Egypt. Aren't you glad? Amen. He didn't leave us in Egypt. That's right. Brought us out. Brought us over through that Red Sea. And then the Lord never meant for you to live in the wilderness. No. That's a penalty box. God never meant for you to live in the wilderness. Amen. That's an 11 day journey. Lessons a number of confusion. And, and probably some of the most confusing time. Is right after you get saved. Yeah. It's a glorious time, but then it'll lead into a, a, a time of wandering through the wilderness. You know, babies and toddlers have to learn to trust their mama and their daddy. They got to learn to trust them, to follow them, learn to obey them. And so that's just supposed to be an 11 day journey. And we come up to Canaan. Ask some of the old spiritual songs. Presented Canaan as going over into heaven. And uh, that's okay. We don't, we don't get offended when they do that. But, but Canaan is uh, a picture of us entering into his rest. Amen. Entering into his will. Entering into what God intended for us to be. Living in victory. You're supposed to be saying amen behind all this. Living in victory. Living in in uh, fulfillment. Uh, living in our allotted, our allotment. All 12 of those tribes had a place with parameters where they were to be prosperous and, and uh, where they were to be productive and powerful and uh, to live there with God. Aren't you glad there's such a thing as the abundant life? Yeah. Right. John's I'm come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Yes. The spiritual life, the life of obedience, the life of victory, the life of fruit. And uh, the fruit of the land of Canaan, the fulfillment of the land of Canaan. So years ago, the Lord gave me a message in my 20s out of Joshua chapter 5. Now, y'all remember what Joshua chapter 6 is? That's the battle of Jericho. Uh, fit the battle of Jericho, the old Negro spiritual said. It's a battle of Jericho. 
And uh, so I wrote a message the Lord gave me years ago on before the battle. Come out of Egypt and come through the wilderness. Finally, after 40 years probation, Joshua, the Lord led them over. Now, before the battle, we've got to go up and begin to take this land. We must, Hebrews said, we must labor to enter into Becoming what we are. Possessing our possession. There, there's the first battle. And you know why the Lord didn't want them, pretty sure, taking anything from Jericho? Because it was a tithe issue. That was the first city, that was the first battle, that was the first place, and the first fruits belonged to the Lord. Amen. I hope y'all are giving God off the top and not after the tip. Amen. He's supposed to leave God a tip at the end of the month. He's supposed to give to God off the top. I said, tithing's not in the New Testament. I'd probably argue with you about that. Tithing was before the law. That is a principle that continues after the law. And we know giving definitely kicks up in the age of grace. That's right. How much more? Well, now the Lord's brought us to this chapter. So I saw four things. Again, for the young preachers in the building, if you got any, we got any that's going to be. You ain't got a right sermon, you just got to preach scriptures. It's in front of you. Amen. What did the Lord do in chapter 5? Let's read verse 1. And it came to pass. All the kings of the Amorites were thrown the, king, were thrown the side of Jordan westward. And all the kings of the Canaanites, which were by the sea, Heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over, that their heart melted. Neither was their spirit in them anymore because of the children of Israel. How come we act like the defeated ones? Just I just had that question. The enemy here is the one that were deflated and a little scared. Uh, and, and these boys were marching over, ready to go with God. Yeah, right. Amen. Amen. It ought to be that way. Yeah. It ought to be that way in our life. Now, verse 2. At that time, the Lord said, okay, he's going to get them ready to take them into camp. This is before the battle. You see chapter 6, verse 1. Now, Jericho straightly shut up. <laughs> You're going to look at a place that's not open to you. Yes. And uh, the, the walls of Jericho, it, they said you could race NASCAR 12 cars side by side. Chariots go around. The walls of Jericho. We're looking at some things here. We're going to have to have the Lord's help as we go off into where he wants us. Right. And as you and I march off into this world and march off into this war and march off into the will of God and march off into the spirit-filled life, we're going to have to have the Lord's help. Yeah. Amen. Boy, it's been a good preaching revival, you know. Every night's been preaching with me. But there's a new Christian here. Don't you minimize that. Somebody said, well, we've not had shouting and weeping and, and heavy waves on the altar. Those are good and those are wonderful. Don't you dare minimize the hours that God sets us down 
and pours his word into us. Amen. Oh, my Lord, that might even be, that, that is just as equally relevant, maybe even a deeper work. Those other times, God, we're being poured out. These times, he's pouring easy. I like the outpouring service. But I promise you, I just as much, I value the inpouring. The inpouring. Them outpourings will bring you out. Them inpourings will bring you in. Amen. All right, here they go. Four things. First thing they had to do was have a cut. Look at verse 2. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Now they pushed Paul on the right side of Jordan, and yet they're not getting them ready for Jericho. We've got a little pause right here. Sometimes God pushes balls in our lives. Yeah. Amen. You'd be like the bear that walked into the room. Who shot my paw? <laughs> Sorry. That, that's not the pause. God puts paws in our life because he needs to get some things right so we can go in where we're supposed to go. Amen. First thing he gave him was a code. Circumcision. Look in verse 2. Make these sharp knives and circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. Hey, y'all, it had been 40 years since yes. they had a circumcision or longer. Yes. Maybe even longer. This is the, only the second time uh, that they had. So I'm going to say something. I expect y'all to back me up real good. The wilderness generation had neglected yes. to put the mark of separation on their children. <laughs> the NHL is here. <laughs> Them carnal wilderness fathers who long for the garlics and onions and leeks of Egypt, not for the great milk and honey of Canaan, murmured and muttered against God. Y'all ain't helping me. They had neglected to put the to put the blade to their sons and put the mark of separation. Right, man. So here it had to be done. Lord, I'm going to say something, see if y'all act real good. Right before they could go in and fight these battles, God had to cut the flesh. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Yeah. Brethren, before me and you, we're going to have to, that cross is going to have to be a crucified life. Yes. That's right. Amen. Remarkable thing, pastor that I ran into in my studies, I think it was Arthur Pink, and he said that they had to, they had to pull, the, they had to use the knives on themselves before they could use the sword on Amen. Uh, yes. They had to use the knife on themselves before they could use the sword on the enemy. Amen. I got news for you, brother. Y'all go the way to reproach when they done this. Come on now. It's in here. Verse 4. Those men of six. Children of Israel obeyed not. And verse 7. Well, look in. Verse 9, where I had this thing, have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you? What about that? Give them be able to kill Canaanites when you smell like an Egyptian. Oh, y'all, y'all, you ain't gonna be able to walk like an Egyptian. Oh, sorry, everybody from the East. 
The Lord said, time out, everybody. Bring the kids in your tent. I want you to tell the story. <coughs> Pass over. Tell them the story in favor of how he tried to stop it. That's right, amen. Tell them about the Red Sea and how Right. Tell them about the ten plagues. Mm-hmm. I control the gods yes. of this world. Amen. Ten plagues. Right. Them, hey! Them youngins went in their tents looking at Jericho. Mm-hmm. And when they came out, how many days later, after, them, after that celebrant, the daddies told the stories of how great God when they came out of Texas like this. Y'all are in trouble. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord. You know what? Me and you need to have a time where God just calls the captain. Let's come in here and let's tell. How's the children? Uh, What's our sound man's name back here? Terrible names. Travis, I know you and I love you. I just don't know who you are. Yeah, right. <laughs> I called Mallory Marley this year. <laughs> Caroline, she barely ever gets mentioned. Nick Marley, she couldn't get that old tattoo. So, Travis, you got kids sitting here tonight? No, it's not. But you got youngest here in this church. Yeah. And a while ago, you hollered that. There's a little shouting spell in the <laughs> Let me tell you something. Everybody, people go home at night before they talk about what the preacher said. Well, the trash had a little spell. Amen. When you're young, long before they talk about what Brother Dean said about they, they might not even know. They just like Brother Dean said something. <laughs> <laughs> but they won't forget. Amen. 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 Well, we need to we need to tell our children. We need to testify in church. Yes. Our youngest need to look down the aisle at, at the pew and see tears dropping off of mama's cheek. They need to see daddy raising his hand and hollering amen. Amen. Like a man ready to whip somebody. That's right. <laughs> Deliver that person, and if feminine spirits got a hold of their throat, <laughs> get full of Holy Ghost, and scream like they're about to kill something, and then shout like they just did kill something. Hey! Yes. Got news for you. Your youngins will never get over. You send them down and tell them how to hate God. That's right. Amen. You better have them around here. Just let the Lord stop and call for a camp. Amen. I'm about on the service, on the wings, in a special, and just rear back and give God glory. Amen. You know what they did in there? They remembered. Yes. They remembered on purpose. They deliberately sat down to recap, recall, tell the story. 
made it tight and that made it rubber like. The pavement was asphalt. I believe that. Amen. Heavenly asphalt. Read it last night. Now, I'm quoting the King James. I'm sure congealed is too big a word for them people over there that go to the big school and they have to. <laughs> How can this generation act like they're so smart? They're too smart for our old dinosaur book. That's right. And then they're not smart enough to read it. Yeah. That's right. You can't have it both ways. Now, King James, in one scripture, said that he congealed the depths. Another place he dried, they walked over on dry. And that congealed, you hear the jail in there? Go study that word. It's like he paid it last night. Did we see in Exodus 24 when the Lord took up? It was as a paved work of sapphire. Yes. Yes. God ain't helping me. God made a beautiful highway. Yes. Amen. Amen. Walking on blue sapphire. Pulled in Exodus 24. Showed up as a paved work of sapphire, which is Jill the depths. What about sitting around that? They're eating the bitter herbs. Yes. They're young and we used to have a bitter life. Amen. Amen. They were slaves. They were poor men. And, uh, and then they served the lamb, said God provided the lamb one night. They put the door on them. We put the blood on the door. Amen. You're here tonight, children and grandchildren, because a lamb saved you one night. Yes, sir. right. Amen. 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 I mean, they're in there having camp meetings. What about when them daddy said, Oh, my little Timmy and Tommy, I carried you. You probably don't remember, but we walked over. We had blue paved sapphire. There was a blue wall of water. You could stick your hand in it. It's an aquarium without glass. You could stick your hand in the water and pet one of them whales. Pet one of them beautiful fish. We're walking on the blue paved sapphire and the blue wall of water. Amen. Where's the Lord's Yes. We're under the Lord's protection. Amen. That's right. Our God has That's God. right. Amen. The enemy tried to kill us, children, but God held them off until we got out and they got in and he collapsed them. Yes. Amen. We should see them again no more. Oh, we need to have some camp meetings. Amen. Yes, God. We better have family altar. Amen. This was glorified family altar. <laughs> Everybody in their own tent telling their children. <coughs> off the electronics for a little bit. And off the television for a lot of bit. Turn it all off and get your youngins in there. Every once in a while I'll holler. Family altar. Because of my schedule. I'll say, Family Altar! I go to that front room and turn the house and turn it off. Just sit around with them Bible books and books. 
this is? Let's talk Bible for a minute. Y'all ready? This old coin picture of the resurrection power. The man is a picture of the incarnation of Christ. Christ came down to us from heaven. The man came down that old corn. John 12, 24, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bring forth much fruit. Amen. The manna was the incarnation coming down. The corn was the resurrection coming up. Buried one kernel down there, and look how many multiplied manifold over it. Amen. Amen. I got some corn farmers I preach for. Her last name Corn though. <laughs> Over in Alabama. Four brothers are all big old handsome strapping men, got handsome children, and, and uh, they're gracious people. Their daddy was an old gentleman. The Corn Nut family. You better believe I had fun at that church. <laughs> you know, I, I can't leave that alone. I mean, this stuff ain't worth fooling with, and I didn't leave it alone. But Corn Nut, if your name Corn Nut, I'm coming after you. <laughs> If you don't want that, don't book me at your church. You should have been named Cornet if you didn't want me talking about it. They really like it. Or so I've told myself. But uh, we take down several thousand acres. It's into that corn. Into that corn. First time it's kind of funny. I guess he thought I didn't know what corn was. <laughs> so I just played a lot for a while. <laughs> but they showed me the farm and the combine and the harvesters and the corn in the crib. They showed me those things. Got news for y'all. <laughs> y'all seen on them thousands of acres of corn. One secret. Isaiah said he was smitten. Put smitten in that Jewish family. That man. of God and affliction. He thought that was a curse and affliction to not have children. Yeah. Because the Jews had a bunch of babies on purpose because only one of them would be Messiah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Jews have a lot of babies and the daughters, they have a lot of babies. <laughs> <laughs> I was kept while I was there. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> they're open to have the Messiah. <laughs> but, uh, and I will say this, something in our generation, we believe children are cursed. Right. I've said children are carried to the Amen. They said, Jesus, this man was smitten of God and afflicted. God buried him. When he came back, I want you to understand there's corn all over the earth. Amen. Right. Yeah.
God give us both loving on this resurrection. Amen. Living Amen. on resurrection power, not on faith. Tell you one thing, there. One of them is spoon fed, the other self fed. Yeah. Yeah. Babies are spoon fed. But when you get over here, he said, Okay, there's old corn. You can read in the scriptures. He said, Now, I'll get you a nut, start you a garden, yeah. and turn it to a farm, yeah. and turn it to crops. Yeah. Yeah. That cornbread ain't going to make itself. No. Yeah. That man had made himself. Yes. Every morning they stepped out. And there was baby food. Got mm. him doing the thing. Honey, you listen. Up until age 30, it seemed like everybody takes care of you. After age 30, it seemed like you take care of everybody else. Amen. <laughs> but I'm going to say something. It is more <coughs> blessed to. Ten more minutes here. It is more blessed to yeah. live than to yeah. Who has the most joy on Christmas morning? Yeah. I remember being a kid like ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being a kid. Why? I had a rough old sermon. Get out right up and say, I'll talk to me about this later. <laughs> I first started dating Jennifer. I said, honey, roses are red. Violets are blue. I love you. So do I. <laughs> Christmas morning. Y'all remember being a kid? Oh, my goodness. So excited. Yeah. I'm pretty sure December 25th is a pagan holiday. I just took it back. I took it back. I made it a Christian holiday. I just took it back. And... Couldn't sleep all night. No. But it's a pain you didn't fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then couldn't wake up, but you're so excited when you did wake up. And you're in there and there's presents. And there was, a, there was a particular type of a joy. It was almost more of an excitement. I have, I have been young and now I'm old. And now I have children. And I'll tell you this. Excitement that filled my little spirit when I was a child was one thing. But the deep, warm, hot love and joy Amen. that sits deep in me as I watch my children be blessed by what I give them. Yes. That, that's bigger and deeper. Amen. God gives you all the great Christians. Amen. God in here to get. Yes. Right. And the baby Christians will allow that, of course. And the new Christians. There comes a time when your life, well, the joy doesn't come from what you get. Right. The joy yeah. comes from what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Prayed for many years. Good night. I had almost too dramatic of an experience. The Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost, brought me a night to save me. I mean, shouted at two in the morning. I did was an ecstatic, heavenly rapture. And, and I'm just telling you, I, I went the next 10 years halfway. Discouraged, all I did was pray that God let me shout. I was looking for that feeling. Nothing all children. Amen. Buy candy, but the next time, if that wasn't enough, they're going to get more candy. I 
I've lost that loving feeling. Oh no, what was that? But you remember looking for that first look? This is bad. Y'all want to ride home tonight? Home the eighties, bad. When you left your first love, you was just looking for that. As the years went by, now I didn't come in here tonight hoping God would touch me. I didn't come in here to get. I came in here to give. Amen. When I used to go to meetings and the Lord had touched me, there was an excitement sort of in my spirit. But now there's a deep, warm, holy joy and love. Yes. Amen. If I see a teenager getting help from God, if I see an old saint get strength from God, Amen. if I see the pastor get encouraged, if I see the backslider get right, if I, see, if I see a sinner get saved, if I see the church get blessed, yes. see, Them. <laughs> oh, man. 
Say something, y'all better ask. Of course, you got a 20 minute pass. <laughs> y'all better ask, try it right here. Honey, listen. Cause you need for the Lord to show up. Yeah. And things will be working out. Yeah,
church out. The real church is heading over there shortly. Amen. Bless his name. Who's in control? We're going to have a little meeting with the captain before you go in the camp. Amen. He's going to want to know. You going to run this? You're going to let me run. He's a whole lot better at running things than we are. That's right.
No man came to him. He said, Dr. Reed, tell me how to have that great power you have. So I can have the great truth. He said, I looked at him and I saw me. Amen. I said, young man, Dr. Parrish, I said, young man, I'll never give you his power. You're going, to to, you're going to have to pull over on the side of the highway. You're going to have to put it in the park. You're going to turn that key off. You're going to step out. And you're going to have to hand the keys to the Lord. Amen. Before you hand him the keys, go back there and unlock that truck. Pop that truck, son, and get in it. Keep your hand up to there and hand the keys to Jesus. Pull the trunk down on yourself. Right before you close the trunk, tell the Lord, go wherever you're going. Good to have you do it. Thank you for letting me ride with you. I'll be back here when we get where we're supposed to be. Amen. Woo! I preach a four-point message on getting in the truck. Some of you in the steering wheel, you're running your own life now. Some of you a little better, but not much. You're over the passenger side. You always tell the Lord how, how fast to go, how slow to go, where to turn. Right. And some of you in the back, you have. You took a step further. You went in the back seat, but you worried the whole time. And you fear the whole time. Are we going to get there? Where is he going? Why are we going there? Are we going to get killed in the car before him? He said, that fourth place is where we need to be. Amen. Get back there in the trunk and hang in the keys. Just, think, just take me wherever you go. You pull that trunk down, look around there, you got good company. Job's in there. Amen. <laughs> Job's sitting in that dark truck saying, The Lord, hey, Dean, how you doing? The Lord gives. Yes. The Lord takes away sometimes. Yes. Just bless the name of Amen. Joseph is back there in that truck. He's sitting in the pit. His brother just threw him in. He says, Hey, Dean. I know the Father loves us, but it looks like I don't know where we're at. But we're here because he sent us. It's just not the plane. It's stay the course. Amen. Right. Yeah, look around back there. You hear me? Abraham sitting back there. He just offered Isaac up. Yeah. <laughs> Trump's a good place to get. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Paul sitting back there in the big old thorn and he's holding it. He's saying, never mind my thorn. He's bringing so much grace to my life. Yeah. <laughs>
me a place to pray. Brother's going to sing this, and we're going to sing along with it. Because it's a Bye. Uh -huh. 